Hello and welcome to Inspiration Calling, the podcast where creativity meets craft and authors find their inspiration. I am your host, Abigail Horn, and this season we're embarking on an exciting journey into the captivating world of children's chapter books. Over the course of this series, we'll be delving deep into the heart of storytelling for young minds, exploring the ins and outs of crafting chapter books that not only entertain, but inspire our young readers. So if you've ever found yourself daydreaming about whimsical worlds, unforgettable characters, and tales that ignite the imagination, then you are in the right place. Get ready for a season packed with invaluable insights, practical tips, and above all else, endless inspiration. Welcome to our first ever episode of Inspiration Calling. We've got big plans for this podcast, and I must admit, it's been such a long time coming. I guess I want to explain to you before we get started why this has taken so long. And I think it's had to be acceptance on our part that we just don't want to niche down as a company into helping just one group of authors, one certain set of people. Because at Authors & Co, we've got this vision, you see, to fill your bookshelves with books that matter, books with heart, and books that are truly going to make a difference to their readers. And so we've had to accept that in being able to reach all of the authors that we want to work with in the many genres, that we've had to design inspiration calling with that in mind. And so we can't just have a sort of running podcast where we we record and release an episode every single week. Instead, we've had to create seasons. So we can allocate sort of different seasons to different genres and therefore different authors. And so we are here now in our first season. And as you will have heard in the intro, we are going to be spending this series together talking all things chapter books. And in its future seasons, who knows, we're always going to follow our hearts and talk about what is on our mind at that moment in time. But you can expect it's going to be about different sorts of books. So in this season, it is going to be for you if you have always wanted to write for children, if you have often dreamed what it would be like to write and publish a book for children, but you just don't know where to start. And if you haven't decided yet what sort of book you'd like to write, so you're keen to learn more about chapter books, just in case that's the sort of book that you would like to write for children. Or if you are just a lover of all things children's literature. So over the course of this season, we will be helping you discover more about what I feel is the most wonderful world of chapter books. So shall we get started with what on earth they are? I think it would be a great place to start, especially in this intro episode. Now, the industry cannot decide what they are. My editors and I had a long discussion about this before I came to record this episode. The industry is so muddled on the perfect age range and what defines age-appropriate content. So in some corners of the internet, you'll find it's for, say, five to nine-year-olds. 
Other areas of the internet will tell you that a chapter book is for seven to 10 year olds. And some articles will tell you that Charlotte's Web is one of the greatest chapter books ever written, a personal favorite of mine, by the way. And others will go on to call that a middle grade book because of the book length and the theme of dealing with loss. So how do we define a chapter book? If the internet and articles and writers and reviewers and publishers can't agree on it. Well, here's how we would define it. A short novel that anyone of any age can enjoy. Yes, our younger readers may appreciate them more, but even I often sneak a little roll doll into my day, even at 36. Okay, probably when this recording goes out, I'm going to be 37. So let's define a short novel. We would define it as anything from 10 to 20,000 words. What a fantastic place to start for an aspiring writer to begin. Because let's face it, the bigger the novel word count, the more daunting it is going to feel, especially if you are a brand new writer. So why are we defining chapter books by length and not age range? The industry can't even agree on an age range because it's seeing our young readers as ticks in a box. And we all know that's ridiculous. Some children are going to be reading materials aimed at readers far beyond their current years. Others will be much older while still enjoying Roald Dahl on a rainy day. What the industry as a whole fails to understand is that books should be written for the reader that chooses to read them. And that's it. That right there is a chapter book, a shorter novel. And whether you are writing it for a six-year-old or a 10-year-old, you can be taught exactly how to get into the mind of your reader. And yes, that may change the complexity of your story depending on the age. So why are chapter books so important? A chapter book, I feel, is like this coming of age. It's a really special moment in a child's reading journey, taking them from being read to, to reading independently. And this can be such an important time for our young readers. They are so bright-eyed and in complete and utter wonder about the world around them. And chapter books are this like moment in time which helps shape their views of the world. It's such a huge opportunity for writers to help educate and entertain simultaneously. How cool is that? So there is a responsibility here, not just for writers, but for parents too, to make sure that books remain an important part of a child's upbringing. I was a child of the late 80s, early 90s. So my bedtimes were just naturally filled with books. But let's face it, iPads didn't exist then and things are possibly a little bit different now. Well, okay, a lot different. In order to feel settled in bed at night, a routine for lots of us, maybe not all of us, but lots of us was having a bedtime story. Hopefully that little bit of one-to-one time with a parent or a guardian. Like I treasure those memories. Now I hear so many people say 
that their kids just go to bed with iPads. And I'm going to level with you. Mine do too sometimes. Sometimes we've only got so many spoons in a day and that day is depleting us as we go on. And by giving them something else at bedtime that isn't putting extra pressure on us, that absolutely can lift a load from us. So I'm going to put my hand up and say, sometimes at bedtime, there is so nothing left of me that I will let my children go to bed with iPads. But we have to remember that when we are shaping these little minds, do we want them going to bed with their heads filled with YouTube shorts or literature that has been crafted to make them feel safe, happy and loved and like they can go to sleep with their favorite adventure? Do we want their role models to be characters that they will treasure for a lifetime? Going back to Charlotte's Web, I don't think I will ever forget Charlotte as long as I live. Or do we want their iPad scrolling to mean that they never truly connect with anyone? Just short after short of mind-numbing content. That's not for me to answer for you. I'm answering here for myself pretty much what start in life I want to give my young people and what I want books to mean to them. Helping writers create these books is the cherry on top of a dream that I feel I'm already living. As the bookish kid who would happily live between the covers than in any real world sometimes. That kind of escapism is absolutely priceless, especially for our neurodivergent children. And admittedly, screen time can also be priceless for them too. It can be very, very calming. I know it certainly is for my son. It's actually living in a neurodivergent household that has made me want to explore children's fiction far more deeply over this last 12 months. I guess I just wanted to pick up a children's book where I recognize my own family. And I certainly wanted my children to recognize themselves. There is such a lack of inclusion in children's fiction and authors and co are going to continue to be a driving force for change in this area. Over the last 12 months, we have worked so hard on creating our very first inclusive book for children. The Enchanted Christmas Treasury is a book that we've recently launched. It's a book of 24 stories um, for Advent written by different authors. We've all come together to fill a book full of diverse characters and stories. And what a joy that has been to bring together. I can't even describe the emotion of seeing the reaction of children that are seeing themselves for the first time in Christmas stories. That is the power that we have as writers. So I would urge you, If the book you would love your children to read does not exist, then write it. Chapter book readers are such an underserved market and there is such a lack of inclusion and diversity to make it even more so. To us, when identifying where we wanted to begin with supporting children's writers, it was an absolute no-brainer to talk to you about an area of publishing that's actually crying out for new authors and fresh perspectives. 
this opportunity is available to you. So I'd urge you to throw yourself into this season as we deep dive into this area of publishing that has become so muddled with the perfect age ranges that it's almost getting lost. Let's for a moment remember that these books support children with their development regardless of age. Let's stop popping our small children into pigeonholes and meet them where they are at. And what better than to meet them with the most precious gift we could ever give them, a lifelong love of literature. And that love begins with chapter books. Well, that is it for this episode of Inspiration Calling. As we close this chapter, I hope you are leaving with fresh ideas, practical tips, and most importantly, a renewed sense of inspiration. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep writing, and remember that your story can start here.